Part 1. First Warrior Recon, St. Louis, Missouri, January 8th, 7.36 p.m. Everybody, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Nick Roth, and I am here in my home with my best buddy, AJ. And we are two guys who just want to sit down and talk about this zombie book series that has just drawn us in. Um, it's a 10-part book series. And we have we have we've just taken a love into this so much the characters the plot just just everything so uh, buckle up we are in for a ride and we're we're gonna dive right in so uh, let's talk a bit about this book AJ what can we say about it well first of all um, I want to get to where we even before the book mm-hmm. where we even started with this this is this is all because of you going to Barnes and Noble one day I had no idea about this book until you brought it to my attention so let's let's start there before even the book all right like, where this even came from yeah so um, that's an excellent that's an excellent place to begin um, just being the sci-fi sort of comic nerd that I am I, I really enjoy zombie stories um, so I was I was out and about looking for something new to get into um, I've, I've read through all the uh, Resident Evil books, and I, I, I wanted something fresh, something completely new. Went into Barnes and Noble, told the lady I was looking for some new zombie books. Uh, she introduced to me um, Patient Zero by Jonathan Mayberry, and it stuck in my memory because of the name Patient Zero. It's pretty straightforward for a zombie title, and it was easy to remember. I got into the uh, Play Play Store app on my phone. The audiobook was fairly priced. I just got into it, and I've listened to it time and time over. I just recently completed my fifth run through the book, and each time I pick up something new, and I enjoy it that much more. So, you know, naturally I had to invite my best buddy, AJ. You know, we go back a long way. We got oh, yeah. we got history, um, 10 plus years now, actually. Yeah, so I was like, all right, if I could get anybody on this planet to just share... An interest in something that's really enjoyable to me. I'm like, this is this is the guy. Right, right. Because uh, I'm not a big reader, but an audiobook I can get through. It's not too hard. You can kind of passively do stuff. And once I downloaded it, you know, just driving one day, I'm like, man, half hour in, I'm like, this could be something. And another half hour, hour goes by, I'm like, I'm hooked. Like, you just can't put it down. Um, so it's just that good. So it's it's just so fun to see what's next, see what the writer has to say, and then you got the awesome narrator, um, Ray Porter, voicing everything, and that just makes the story come alive more because he has voices for every character, no matter, no matter how big, how small. He's just such a great voice actor, and it just really opens everything up. Dude, Ray Porter gave me an experience with this book that I could not have had with my own reading voice right. inside of my own head. <laughs> Um, his voice is amazing. I love the story through uh, the delivery that's made in, through his voice. I love it. Um, so what drew me into the book, you know, after giving it a chance and listening to it, what really drew me in was the language. Um, a lot of this is, is military, homeland security, you know, national security oriented language. So the way that it's written really draws the listener in or the reader in a way that makes them feel like they're part of this bigger this bigger cause and this bigger force you know there's references of BDUs 
which is uh, battle dress uniforms. You know, a lot of uh, references to Homeland Security and the FBI and CIA and Task Force. So I was drawn in with the language, the characters' witty humor, um, and just just the well-thought-out writing that was put into this book. I mean, AJ, tell me, tell right. me what brought you in. Uh, that with the, uh, the humor part, too, because it's not super serious to where you can't get into it. Anybody else that uh, is like listening and like oh man it's just all military lingo no 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 it's for anybody who is just like liking to laugh liking a good story um doesn't take anything too seriously it is explicit content but it's not too overly done where it's like every other word is just like it's a it's a good story it's a real person this is someone that you could really find in the real world this isn't like someone who's just this made up superhero character that you fantasize like you swear that you know Joe Ledger you know like if you met someone similar you can pick someone out like him um so I like that the author did that so uh let's let's yeah. jump into like this uh beginning one because I yeah. didn't know what was before patient zero until you brought it up again you know doing searches and seeing it in the play store so countdown yeah yeah, yeah. so the main first title is patient zero but what we're discussing today is the short story prequel um, sort of giving us a little bit of pretext to Patient Zero? Um, if you if you love the story as much as we do, you want the prequels, the sequels, you want every short story. Um, so that's what we're getting into. This uh this very first short story predating Patient Zero is called The Countdown, or just Countdown rather by Jonathan Mayberry. Um, this is what roughly let me look at my notes here, 62 pages. Uh, which transitions to uh, a 20 minute listen uh, yeah. very easy going you could do that in a drive you could do that while you're doing laundry um, washing dishes washing dishes so it's a very easy listen um, it was published in 2011 so my only regret about this is that I didn't jump on it sooner I mean this was years that I could have enjoyed the story and Are we started yeah. in 2019 like what summer spring? well I brought you in 2019 yeah I was listening to this maybe not too much longer before maybe 2017. So I listened to it a couple times. Didn't think I would get anybody else in on it, and I got somebody else in on it. And now here we are chopping it up. So countdown, 20-minute listen, 62-page read, Jonathan Mayberry, 2011. And this all takes place in Baltimore, Maryland, present day. Um, the author describes this as a harsh and violent drug-riddled city um, murders very commonplace violent criminal action you know floods the streets and um, our main character protagonist Joe Ledger describes this as a, as a war zone the city of Baltimore it's mid-June um, when we get our first how would you how would you help me out AJ how would you, when you, when you get your first introduction to him he's uh, just getting out of the military did mm -hmm. four years um as a ranger right right as a ranger and uh he's a baltimore cop so he's yeah. uh now in in this group of guys that they kind of strung together of being you know pretty top elite police officers and they've yeah. got this assignment that they've got to get done um and this is also predating um 9-11 if you want to put it in real world you know terms like this is right before 9-11 around the crack uh, epidemic around Baltimore, Maryland. So that's mm -hmm. why it's such a harsh environment. Yeah. So it's um it's it's 
post 9-11, but since then, Homeland has formed, right. and they have they have a tether to every police department throughout the U.S., and as AJ here is saying, um, every police department is tethered to Homeland, so they these elite officers chosen were for this terrorism joint task force. Um, their main jobs are to be building profiles, they're doing uh, surveillance, wiretaps, they're uh, building cases for terrorism, and uh, there's been a whole bunch of nothing all the way up until the time that they actually get a lead, uh, a very unassuming, uh, very unassuming lead. Um, the thing that kind of got our main character, Joe Ledger's, attention uh, what in this phone tap that he was doing was that uh, a lot of the conversation started sounding like code. Um, so, you know, for example, you know, there was a, a wiretap of uh, them moving agricultural things and putting those into a warehouse that was licensed to a shoe business. And that kind of got their, their ears perked up and their attention a bit, and then they dropped a big high-profile name, El Mujahid. Which you'll learn more about in Patient Zero, but it's yes. introduced here first, which uh, is a pretty cool detail, because uh, mm -hmm. El Mujahid is uh, pretty much the big player in Patient Zero. Oh yeah, this dude is a huge fighter. I mean, in full, just to say it that way doesn't doesn't do it justice. Um, he's been on he's been on their watch list, their most wanted list. He's a high profile name. So as soon as Joe Ledger hears this, and a phone tab after just countless hours of non useful, useless phone taps, uh, he how to say it raises the flag. He raises the flags on this. And because he found it, he's the he's one of the point men who get to lead this raid that happens. Um, so the next day they get they get uh, the green light to raid this warehouse that all of these wiretaps have been located to. And um, let's say let's say there's what thirty members of this task force when they make the hit. Right, separate teams. Yeah. Joe's team is a twelve man team. Mm -hmm. um, no, an eight-man team, and then they storm in, and uh, yeah, and this becomes a shootout. <laughs> yeah, and this is one of those. This is one of those like exciting moments in the story. I remember where I'm just like, okay, I feel like as the listener, I'm part of this, you know, this high case, you know, scenario. I feel like I'm part of law enforcement, and I'm excited to see what's going on. We just got this this red flag and we're about to make the raid at this warehouse. So they got snipers in adjacent buildings. There's eight Middle Eastern men in the warehouse and a standoff ensues. Um, Joe Ledger states in, um, he's done 15 raids in his time with Baltimore PD and only two of them have ever uh, resulted in a shootout. And um, what we find out... This is number three. <laughs> number three? Yeah, this becomes number three. Two mm -hmm. in the past, and then uh, to his surprise, these guys start shooting as soon as they bust down the door, which yep. is dumb. The third, the third, the third incident that turns out into a, a shootout. Um, he single-handedly drops four hostiles. Uh, this, this kind of speaks to Joe Ledger's character. He lacks hesitation. Um, he's sort of your, you know, but he's not trigger happy. Yeah. So far, he he's exercised a lot of uh, 
how to say it. Like he he's knowledgeable about his job. He's he's skilled. He's uh, useful uh, in the language you know department. He's he's fluent with languages. He understands Farsi um, among you know several languages. That's kind of his niche, and so that's why he was put to do wiretaps and surveillance with these Middle Eastern guys. And um, he's found himself in this warehouse raid. He drops four hostiles single-handedly, uh, which really speaks to the badassness about this character. He, he doesn't hesitate, you know? He's kind of like that guy that, you know, the average guy like me wants to be like, and, and we, we dream to be like, but probably want to be like. <laughs> he's <laughs> so, that dude, though. He, he is. But, but it, Joe, it, is, Joe is a beast. But he easily becomes your hero like this, you know? He he does, he's focused, he's collected, and he, ex, he executes, and he's just that guy you root for. Um, so that was where I first got, you know, impressed by him. He's not only smart, but he's he's tactical, and he, and he executes well. Um, so what do we have here? This warehouse raid... There's a big standoff, turns into a shootout, and and amidst all the fire fighting, uh, Joe Ledger, he notices this large refrigerator-like container uh, that bursts open, um, which just really ups the stakes. We're like, oh shit, you know, what's this? And I, and I remember listening, I'm just like, ah, oh, yes, like, yeah, hit me, what, what is this? What's going on? You know, AJ, I mean... When, when did you really first get excited? Just within the scope of the countdown here. With this guy, it's a guy that comes out of this refrigerator unit, mm-hmm. um, just describing how Joe, first of all, hit him with a kick to his leg. Should drop most anybody. This yeah. guy is probably no bigger than him. Probably scrawny. He's bug-eyed, not knowing what's going on with this guy, but he shrugs it off like it was nothing. So I'm like, okay, Joe just described how this kick and placing it drops most anybody. Mm-hmm. This guy's not phased by it. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, like I think I think we got our first, you know, Walker. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you know, but there hasn't been enough revealed yet. So in the book, uh, this guy who pops out of this container is described as pale, sweaty. He smells like sewage, and he goes to bite Ledger. Um, Ledger braces the guy with his arm. He he tucks it under his chin, but the guy gets a a bite. But this, but Ledger's you know, je- you know, decked out in battle fatigue. So you know, he felt the pressure. He felt the squeeze, but no bite. You know, pierced the skin. Um, in the middle of the fight, Ledger states that you know he feels like this guy's a, a tweaker and whatever. This mad high this guy is on it has him acting erratic and stuff. So. Um, like AJ said, you know, he kicks him, drops him. He does these things that should drop any normal guy. Right, just keep getting back up. Like... And, and this guy barely walks it off. And this is one of those moments where, you know, I realized I would not be like this hero, Joe Ledger. Like, some shit would have, I would have slipped on a, a candy wrapper or something, and I would have went down. They're like, you know, we just lost the new guy, you know. <laughs> so I'll just leave it to my hero in the book here to, to you know, be the badass. Um, but while this is happening... Um, the second wave of SWAT busts in, and, and that's sort of where the warehouse raid ends, um, without giving too much of the story away. So, in the aftermath, what do we find out, AJ? We find out uh, about Mr. Church. He comes in. 
uh, after the forensics team, these three federal agents come in and see the scene. Joe's out with uh, his group. No one died in his group. They put all the hostels down, and uh, our first reference to Mr. Church comes in. You'll see him throughout the story. He's a main character, especially in Patient Zero. He just comes in a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Countdown, and uh, he's watching this whole thing. He's got his eye on Joe. Yeah. So, in in the countdown, our Mr. Church is 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 a is a mystery man, who's kind of got a big brother, watchful eye, and is uh, he's very how do we say it connected yes he's a very resourceful guy so he's operating in a disused record warehouse and he's watching the video feed of this warehouse raid and he sends three agents to um recruit joe ledger which is you know more or less where the beginning of patient zero begins but uh you know just just hearing about what he did you know send three agents you know i'm really thinking this guy has he has some leverage in the national security you know um what would you call that community right you know he's he's got he's got he got power in in the right places and with never having heard of church at that point you know what he does is shows how significant of a person he is and uh how resourceful he is and 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 he establishes that authority immediately i mean this this just kind of speaks to the good writing on Jonathan Mayberry's part, you know, he introduces this character fast and establishes a tone really quick. I mean, it's it's just it's just a well written book. Um, right, and this comes after we've gone through, and you know, we've already listened to Patient Zero. So coming mm-hmm. back to it is like, yeah, we know you know a little bit more, but it's great that they've introduced him just like that. Is this like? I'm the boss type dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, not to give too much away in, in the books that follow, but, I mean, this guy, he doesn't he doesn't lose his cool. I mean, he's always got this, this I don't want to say a front, but he's he's really well composed, and it, it doesn't really break. This guy has, like, a permanent professionalism. It's something I admire, but... I mean, let's just face it, I, I probably would yawn at the least. I'd fall asleep or be depressed. You know, I don't know. <laughs> this guy, he's just hes just not human. He's just a, a strong character. So we got ourselves the the setup. We got ourselves the warehouse raid and the aftermath. Um, so the countdown, I highly recommend. Easy read. Establishes the some, you know, foundational uh, details we need for... For these other books that follow, I certainly love this book. Yeah, right, right. uh, especially Patient Zero. Yeah, listen Good to it. Up Patient Zero. Yeah, listen to it five times. I pick up something from it with each additional time that I listen. And hell, if you were to tell me right now, you know, listen to it again, I, I would. You know, I mean, it definitely got me hooked to keep on downloading other books. Like, mm-hmm. it only got better as the story went on. Yeah, and with it being. First of all, this is a 20-minute listen, 60-something page read. Mm-hmm. These other books are so dense. You're just like, you don't want it to end. You're just going on. And Patient Zero, it's like 15, what, 16 hours worth of content? But on average, you can yeah. fly through it because the story is just so good. Yeah, so, um, you know, that's, that's where we're going to wrap it up with uh, our spiel on the countdown. I mean, you know, 
again, you know, me and AJ, we go back some years. We've been through a lot of fun times, a lot of uh, just ups and downs. And yeah, met in high school. Yeah, and, you know, played soccer together. We've had co-therapy. You know, we made therapists out of each other through situations and girlfriends, you know, and, and just every, I mean, we've been, we've been through a lot. So just to uh, mutually enjoy a book together is just, you know, another, another joyous experience. So we'd love for you guys listening to check this out please hit us up with your thoughts and comments about it and you know how you liked it and uh we'll definitely be you know diving into this book series a little bit more it's 10 books so we got we got plenty to get into so you know fasten your seatbelt oh yeah it's gonna be a nice ride you gotta just gotta be willing to try something new and you never know where it's gonna take you we got stuck into this story and Shoot, I would love to have just like a library full of Ray Porter's books. <laughs> you know, it's just oh, that yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah. If if you guys are checking this the book out for the first time, I entirely recommend that you listen to it uh, at least if if you know if you're reading as well, um, because the the voice narration is just it just adds it just adds such an experience to the story in its own right. So you're talking about a guy right here that doesn't usually read books at all i'm a sports guy um mm -hmm. reading usually is boring to me this has helped me have a new appreciation for storytelling and reading these kind of books so uh yeah yeah I trust mean, me if, if you feel that you're not a reader this will start making you one. Oh yeah yeah i mean it's 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 just a great experience so uh guys thank you so much for listening um stay tuned definitely chime in you know through comments if if it's available on the platform that this podcast here is is out on uh, we'd love to love to hear from you so guys stay tuned thank you so much and you guys take care this is what first warrior recon signing off <laughs>